0: You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. Episode Number Three Hundred and Forty Six. I mean, my step one after I got that education from you was just reaching out to the local radio stations, developing that relationship, starting negotiations, figuring out what I wanted my ad to sound like. Within thirty days of talking to you, we were we were up and running in our market. the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am your host, Chris Arnold. If you're tuning in for the first time and going, who is this Chris Arnold guy? If you've not heard, I've been adopted into the Wholesaling Inc. family as a coach, and it's an honor to work with Cody and Brent and Tom And my focus is actually utilizing radio to find discounted properties because we know that radio is something that everyone knows about, but no one is using. There's virtually no competition. And so I have a special guest today, a good buddy of mine that I've known now, Clint, what? We've known each other for about a year and a half.
0: We're going on a year and a half, buddy. We are.
1: And the reason I brought Clint on is Clint was one of the first guys I helped set up radio in his market in Omaha, Nebraska. And not only is he a good buddy, I call him my fitness nemesis because (laughs) you compete on everything. It doesn't matter if it's pull-ups, it's bench press. We're constantly pushing each other. And Clint, dude, you're just a great guy to be around. I love, love our friendship.
0: All right. For the sake of the podcast, I'll say I love our friendship too, buddy. <laughs> That's for the sake cool. of the podcast.
1: I love it. Well, let's jump in. Clint, tell us about you. Where are you located? What are you up to? Give us some insight into your business.
0: Sure thing. I am in Omaha, Nebraska, which is geographically about in the middle of the country. We're very kind of a, a small, big town, about a million people in our metro area. My business partner Jeff Cohn and I have been investing in real estate here now for a solid five years. We start really started twenty fourteen. Did not start doing any marketing for deals until mid twenty sixteen is when we started our first marketing. We started outbound calling was the very first thing that we we started doing. Since then, all we have done is shamelessly rip off tactics strategies from anybody. Else, who appeared to be successful. So we started with outbound calling. Then we started doing mail. We started PPC. We started layering those things in over the last few years, and uh, have just been growing. Not to as big as what we wanted, but this year we'll we'll close on uh, close to seventy five deals. We do not wholesale. We close on everything that we put under contract. Uh, The majority of those deals that we buy, we wholesale and simply just clean them up, clean them out, put them on the market as is. And then we try to keep uh, two or three doors, uh, single family homes for rental properties as well every month. So we'll... we'll
1: really aggressive goal on the rental side. Tell us a little yeah. bit about what you and Chef are trying to accomplish for your portfolio. It's
0: uh, big. I, yeah, it is big. Uh, we want to own a thousand doors. That's where we want to be or we'll have a $100 million portfolio. It's about $100,000 a door if you do the math. In, we love single family home acquisition because we can buy at a deep discount. That's hard to do in multifamily, but we are breaking into the multifamily space for the sake of scalability. It just takes a lot of time to buy and hold a thousand homes, uh, single family homes. So, between a, it'll be a mashup of both single family, uh, residential, and multifamily that we plan to own a thousand doors with uh, over the next five years. So
1: So let's talk about radio. You and I met because you joined Multipliers, which is a mastermind run in Mexico. So that's how I know Clint so well and why we always give each other a hard time. We're constantly talking. And then when he comes down to Tulum, man, we're always running around the beach having a good time. So when you and I met, you took an interest in radio. What
0: attracted you to radio? What was it? What made you say, Chris, can you show me the ropes on this thing? I joined Multipliers largely because of what you shared with me with radio. I mean, that's why I joined. I'll, I'll be flat out. Now I'm staying in multipliers for more reasons than just be, just the radio, but it was very intriguing. I think the thing that was most interesting is that you had a proven model of radio advertising and marketing through radio for, for real estate investment deals, and you were doing it on a large scale. So it's not like you were spending pennies every month. I mean, when we talked you know, over a year ago, You had like all your eggs in that basket and you guys understood it. You understood the system. You understood how, what, when, where, why. And it was a huge vote of confidence for me when after talking to you and it gave me the confidence that it's something that I could do here. Even though the market is different in Omaha than what it is in Dallas, you know, I knew that there was going to be some, you know, that we were going to be different, but you had proven the model. So that was a huge sell for me is the fact that it, it wasn't something that you were experimenting with. It wasn't something that you'd been doing for six months and had some short-term results that you were all excited about. It was like, it was your mainstay.
1: Yeah, at this point, I've been doing it for nine years. So yeah. a lot of tweaking and getting it right. Exactly. So what was your experience in setting it up? People might be listening and go, okay, what's it like setting up radio? How difficult it is? Do you mind touching a little bit on the process and your
0: experience in setting it up? You know the process was very easy for me and that largely came from conversations that I had with you. I knew what I needed to be looking for, I knew what type of stations I needed to be talking with, you know, from a pricing and negotiation standpoint, you really helped me understand what I needed to do to negotiate better pricing for my ad spots. So the setup was very easy because I was able to replicate so much of what you'd show me. So anywhere from what to say on the ad you know from you know what does the ad sound like i was able to basically just rip and reapply everything that you've done on a smaller scale here here in my market so it really started out with i mean my step 1 after i got that education from you was just reaching out to the local radio stations developing that relationship starting negotiations figuring out what i wanted my ad to sound like within 30 days of talking to you we were we were up and running in our market on our first radio station that we started advertising on, which was a smaller AM station, because I'm a cautious guy. I don't like to throw tens of thousands of dollars at something I don't understand. So our spend, we set our budget at a thousand bucks a month with a small AM station.
1: You got on a station at a thousand dollars a month.
0: Thousand dollars a month. And that was, that's at $10 an ad. So that's 25 ads a week, You know, five a day, times five days a week. Times four weeks. So, you know, 250 bucks a week, a thousand bucks a month is what we were paying. Again, small station, AM 590 here. It's Nebraska Cornhuskers. It's like the sports talk radio, but it had the right age demographic that we were looking for. And uh, we got so far this year, we started in, I think, February uh, of last year. So far this year, we've gotten three deals, which uh, that's not a lot, but I'm only spending a thousand dollars a month. So, by the end of the year, I would have spent what ten grand. The first deal uh, that we did was twelve thousand dollars profit. It was a wholesale. The second deal was another wholesale at like a twenty three thousand dollars profit. So that was a little more significant. The third one's pretty interesting. We're holding it right now. It's uh, the guy's building a new construction home, so he sold us his house. He wanted to rent it back for six months. And then he's moving out in the spring and we'll put the house in the market. But we expect to make in between 30 and 40 grand on that house. So we'll have, at the end of the year, we'll have a a $65,000 profit on like a $10,000 spend.
1: That's about a one to six return.
0: Yeah. And it'll probably be closer to one to seven. I mean, knowing where we're at. And the other thing is, we just and I, I told you this but we just added the fm station so we doubled our marketing spend we're now at you know $2000 a month because we this particular radio station was running a promo and i've been negotiating with their marketing rep for over a year trying to get it break into fm and their original quote that she gave me was $20 for a 30 second spot and i was able to lock in the next year at $12 a spot because of this promo that they're running and I developed a relationship with her already. And I was always hounding her. So it was a perfect time to get in. And we had an appointment last week. And actually I have an appointment um, in 45 minutes. I have another radio appointment that looks like a good one. And I, I go on our appointments whenever I'm available. So um, we need to keep this short and sweet because I'm going on my, my next radio lead appointment. So the interesting thing with radio is I'll say this, the cost per lead is high. For us, I don't know what it's like in your market, but we don't get a lot of phone calls. I think our cost per lead, last time I looked, it was like six or $800 was our cost per lead, which is kind of insane. But our cost per contract, it doesn't matter to us because we're converting at such a high ratio. Conversion rate is insanely high because we only need so many appointments to to convert a deal. So yeah. What
1: you about the quality of the lead versus some of the other stuff out there where you're getting a large volume of leads but you've got to dig through a lot of stuff in order to get to the goal. What's the difference you see in the quality?
0: Exactly. Well, I mean, honestly in the past entire year when I looked at it we, we were literally paying 6 or 8 hundred bucks a lead. It's like 20 leads for the entire year and we converted three deals. So the conversion rate is just so high obviously because the quality of the lead is better. You're hitting a an audience that is not getting pounded with postcards or with phone calls. It's just somebody who's innocently listening to the radio and they opt to call you. Obviously in the radio ad, our value proposition is we're cash buyers, we'll buy your we'll buy your trashed home, code violations, bad tenants, whatever the issue is. So it, it's just kind of neat that you're you're hitting somebody who who hasn't been who doesn't have a stack of postcards sitting on their kitchen counter at home. I love it.
1: Yeah. And what it comes down to is the dollar per dollar return. That's what we care about. Yeah. Cost per lead. All that type of stuff is irrelevant. What matters is, what is the return I'm getting on my investment? And you're spending $1,000 and roughly getting six to 7000 in yeah. return. So let me ask you this. What have you liked most about radio?
0: Honestly, there's kind of the... Every once in a while, I'll get a text from a friend that'll say like, Hey, just heard you on the radio. That's kind of fun.
1: Celebrity status. That's what <laughs> yeah. we call
0: it. Yeah, local celebrity. But at the end of the day, I mean, for me, it's just the it's the numbers game. So... If I have a one to seven, one to six, one to seven, one to eight return, then I'm going to do it all day, and frankly, we have two acquisition managers who are who are up to their knees and bad leads and low quality leads that they're nourishing for months and months at a time. Obviously, these are higher quality leads that don't need a lot of nourishment. every one of them that we bought with i mean, I think we went on the appointment once, put an offer together shortly thereafter, closed within a few weeks, so Everybody that we've worked with from radio so far in terms of purchase contracts have been very quick, seamless deals because they're the right type of seller they 're truly motivated
1: what's the biggest challenge with radio we're talking about the upside any downside that you've experienced biggest challenge with radio
0: I have no complaints yet. I mean, I guess if I go a whole nother year and there's no deals they put in our contract, maybe i'll complain that i didn't get any deals this year, but I have zero i mean it's one of those it's honestly. It's a set it and forget it. I mean, you, once you record the ad, I mean, spend, spend 10 minutes at the radio station, record the radio commercial, and then it goes. I mean, it's, it's really simple. I have no complaints. There's been no challenges thus far for us. And again, maybe my story would be different, but we're converting deals. And we've converted enough to justify doubling our marketing spend. And frankly, going into next year, maybe putting some more marketing dollar towards it as we see more results. So...
1: And that leads me around my next question. I mean, where do you want to go with radio over the next couple of years? Do you imagine continuing to scale it? Like, what's your plan for radio with the type of return that you're seeing?
0: Definitely. We're going to take a look at every quarter and review all of our different marketing spend avenues. Wherever we're getting the highest return um, with the least amount of work, obviously, we're going to divert more dollars there. And radio is exactly that it's a high return, low amount of work to get that return. So for me, again, I'm a cautious guy. I'm probably not going to go dump another five grand a month into it. I'll probably just add a thousand dollars a month. You know, if halfway through the year, if we, if we pick up a couple more deals from radio, I'll go, I'll add another station. I'll do like a, you know, right now we're on classic rock. We're on AM. I might try to pick up something that's a little bit different variety just to capture a different audience, but I will continue to, to double that spend as long as we're seeing the results and the conversion stay with the rate of our spend.
1: And if I could recap, because what you're saying is a lot of exactly what I told you that we experienced down in Dallas, Texas. And that is, you've named some of the things. It's a set it and forget it. That's what I love about it, right? It doesn't require a ton of maintenance like some of the other marketing pieces that are out there. The other thing is, it's a high quality lead. So rather than getting high call volume and low quality lead, it's actually the reverse. You're getting a lower call volume, but a much higher lead. And then you talked about the idea of getting celebrity status. And we also refer to it as instant credibility, because if you're on the radio, you must know what you're talking about. And so it's exactly the same thing that we experienced down in the Dallas-Fort Worth market. So if you're listening, if you're tuned in and you go, I want to learn more about this. I've heard you guys talk about it. Now I'm hearing the success of Flint who's all the way up in Omaha, Nebraska, what you want to do is go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash REI radio and you can book a call to see if your market's open because we are actually running this and creating exclusivity in markets. And just book a call, see if it's something that it's a right fit for you. But I know for myself and for you, Clint, it's been a great piece to plug into our overall marketing plan. So wrapping up, Clint, of course, I get to see you here in less than 60 days. Yep, You're going to be down in Tulum, oh, yeah. which I'm excited about. But to people listening that are hearing about radio for the first time, the bells are going off. They're going, you know what? This is really interesting. I've heard about radio, but I can't really think of anyone that I know that's utilizing it. What would you want the listeners to hear about radio? What would you say to them if they're tuning in to this concept for the first time?
0: I mean... it. Obviously, I don't listen to the radio much. But when I do, I mean, think about the radio ad. There's a reason that the radio still exists. And it's because of the ad space. That's why radio still exists. The other thing that I would say is, I mean, I had never heard of anybody doing radio in the REI space until I talked to you. The results speak for themselves. So it'd be silly not to consider it just because of what you've been able to do over the last 10 years in radio. And now seeing as you as you share your strategies and tactics with more people and they start to have success, it becomes a proven model at that point. So, Absolutely. Be, well, Clint,
1: just, I know you got a radio appointment to go to that you're going to yeah. go lock up. Yep. So I'm going to let you get to that. But man, thank you so much. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you for being a part of Multipliers and uh, just for being a good buddy, man. You and I are constantly jabs at each other. I
0: can't wait to freaking mess you up in Tulum. It's (laughs) going to be... You you will compete.
1: It's on the priority list. So thank you so much for tuning in. And again, that website, if you want to book a call and learn more is wholesalinginc.com forward slash R-E-I radio. Thank you so
0: much.